Hello and welcome back to another episode of My Last Joint Podcast. My name is Sanjay and I'll be your host. Righty, so I'm very late with this episode and I don't think this happened for a while now. Um, last year during April and May I took a little break, which ended up, which ended up being five-week break. Um, but the last two days... There's kind of a lot happening in my life, and um, yes, truth be told, I've recorded an episode for the Monday gone last week, and then I recorded one for Sunday, and I've deleted both of them. Not entirely sure why, I think they were perfectly fine, but for some reason, um, dealing with a lot of self-doubt lately, and it's yeah it's nagging me but hey it is what it is so i wanted to talk to you a little bit about how would i quit weed again um you know going through this whole experience i'll say i don't want to call it ordeal um you know back in my 20s and now helping others i think i learned a thing or two um about quitting marijuana and, um, you know, I just wanted to share what I would do again, knowing now, um, you know, having my own experience and also knowing um, and helping other people. So going back to my 20s, um, you know, I kind of started smoking when I was about 21. And that's when, you know, this was still a reasonably fun experience, um, you know, I used to do it with friends. We would go down the beach, we'd go at the park. Um, you know, there'd be laugh, there'd be silliness. You know, I guess I was just young and not necessarily having a plan or not necessarily worrying about anything else. And then kind of going forward, um, you know, being about 22, I remember smoking progressively more. Um, you know, I specifically remember, um, you know, smoking before I would go out. Um, I also remember smoking in the evening just for the sake of it. Um, and I also remember kind of minimizing my social circle, you know, whereas before I would make a conscious effort to meet new people and, you know, engage with them or go to a party and try to meet new people then kind of network and socialize i think by that point i would try to limit my connections to only the people that were kind of a heavy smokers because at that point you know I, I didn't consider myself a heavy smoker i didn't see myself as a heavy smoker but i was smoking every day and i, I would i would consider this now and i think anyone who's got a reasonable brain would consider this a heavy smoker and um yeah but as, as my standards as my the perception of me back then wasn't um this wasn't harmful this wasn't um something that could prevent or could you know stop me from progressing on in life um so yeah at that point again i was smoking every day it was mostly still with you know few friends that i had um but then that kind of changed and sooner or later i started smoking by myself and i think that's when this big distinction the extinction um kind of started like very openly showing that this was no longer just a habit, but 
it was more more of a addiction. And, you know, at that point, I would call it addiction because there was not an evening where I would not smoke. And also, I would start getting agitated. You know, that would be there in the morning if I wouldn't have weed or in the afternoon if I couldn't smoke or if I had something in the evening or something afterwards that I'll have to attend because, you know, my that means that my evening sessions with the weed would then be... um have to put on hold or I'll, I'll have to smoke another day. And, you know, again, at that point, like this is me now looking back. At that point, I did not realize there was addiction. But looking back now, like knowing and still having a memory, not as fresh as, 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 as I would want to, but still having a memory, um, you know, I know this at that point it was addiction. And then from then on, it just kind of progressed and it just went further into the into the rabbit hole, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, I, I then moved places. I had I got my own flat, um, which means that now I could be completely by myself. Um, but also I changed work and I had to work more hours. Um, but really the reason why I did this is because my wheat consumption went up went up, which means I had to get more money in to pay the bills. And, you know, that's when this kind of a um, change happened because before I was really more focused on, you know, kind of enjoying life, going out, meeting people, having party, just being, you know, early 20s or whatever. But then I started working about 8 to 10 hours um, per day. And that's when this kind of a shift changed from me really focusing on work and making money rather than just focusing on, you know, whatever, having fun or whatever you want to call it. And I think it was mainly because, I mean, I did, again, this I didn't realize back then, but it was mainly because I needed the money to, to fuel my habit. And um, yeah, so that kind of progressed. And, you know, then sooner or later I would start pretty much smoking in the mornings. I mean, I was already a few times smoking in the mornings, but I always kind of wanted to hold it until afternoon or evening. Um, but then I started smoking in the mornings, and then I would start taking days off. And, you know, weed would, pro would pretty much would be the center of my life. Like, everything would revolve around weed. You know, me going shopping, me going to get some food, me talking with my family, me talking with my friends. I would always prioritize weed over anything else and you know that was when I was about 24 25 and I didn't really have savings anymore so all the savings I would use for just some irrelevant shit like you know I don't I don't know gaming food you know stupid stuff shopping whatever and all the money that I would bring in it would all obviously go to my you know, weed lifestyle and just kind of a, you know, um, living day to day. And that's when I kind of had my first glimpse of, you know, how how far I've, I've made it, how, how bad the situation is. And, you know, I think the real wake-up call for me was when I've tried to cut down and I couldn't. And then I've tried to quit even for a day and I couldn't. And I think that's when it really kind of hit me, like how much of a problem this is for me. Because before, 
you know, I always kind of excuse myself. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you do smoke a lot. Yeah, perhaps you don't see that many people. Yeah, you don't necessarily socialize that much. Um, sorry, I got a call. Um, but you know, you still, you still kind of okay. You know, regardless of what was happening in the backgrounds, regardless of you know how much the quality of my life. Um, decreased i still excuse my my daily wheat habit as something that is normal but then when i actually came to the point where i said okay how about we try to quit or how about we try to the first i obviously tried to cut down it it didn't happen how about we tried to quit and i couldn't not even for a day and that's when i kind of realized hold on i think you do actually have a problem here and you know from then it just went it just went down and down and down. And I think that's about 24, 25 and all the way up until 27, 28. Those were the darkest time of my life because I, you know, and I never, honestly, I never wish anyone to experience this. And I'm sure some of you had experienced this. But, you know, that that feeling that you want to do something but you keep going to the same old um, paths, you know? The, the, the fact that you wake up every morning determined to do this, determined to quit weed, determined to succeed in life, yet you continue going down the same path in the evening or in the afternoon, you know, calling your dealer like nothing ever happened. It's horrible. And, you know, it seriously, it seriously impacts your mental health and it seriously impacts just your overall well-being because now it's no longer, you know, something else, someone else or something else doing this to you. It's yourself. It's you who's doing this to yourself. And that's, I think, that's the worst. That's the worst of the worst because, you know, you know you're responsible for where you are and you're trying to get yourself out of it, but you just cannot do it. And, you know, at that point, it came to... You know, from there, when I realized I cannot quit, it came to the point where I couldn't look myself in the mirror. Seriously, I was so, so fed up with myself. And that just kept on going. And I was still, you know, I managed to maybe hold two or three days and I would go back to smoking. And I was so, honestly, I, I was I was so fed up with myself. I don't I don't even know how to describe it. I just felt like a complete waste. And, you know, then I came to the point where I set, set myself down. I don't know if I actually set myself down. I know I had this talk with myself a few times, but it came to the point where I said, okay, Anja, is either two options here? Either you kill yourself because I was thinking about it a few times, or you actually figured the way out of this, you know? And I never wanted to kill myself. You know, whenever I came to this point where I was like, okay, this is horrible. I just want to kill myself. I then said to myself, do I really want to kill myself? No, I think that's an easy way out. You know, I've, had, I'm, I've been around people in my early stage of life that then killed themselves. And, you know, I'm not saying that I was very close with them, but I've known them and I know the family. And I, and I think that's, honestly, the, the, the suicide, I think, is the easiest way out. And, you know, perhaps this is going to sound wrong, but I just, 
I just don't, I could never understand why someone would do a suicide. I can, I, going through that experience, I can, but I still think there's so much more you can do. Um, so at that, for me, at that point, and I think that was about when I was 26, I came to the conclusion, okay, you either have two options here. Either you kill yourself, stop existing, and just end this pain and suffering, or you figure out the way how to get out of this. And I did not want to kill myself. I said, no, we're not doing this. Like, you know, I've, I've came here to England to do something out of myself. I want to, I want to do something out of my life and we're going to figure this out. And I think from then on, that's where this change kind of happened for me. That's when I actually started feeling the change, like kind of feeling because the, I did not have any other options. For me, it was either that or suicide, and I did not want to do suicide. I knew suicide is, is the easiest way out, and I don't want to do that. I want to want to go through that by any means necessary. And that's when I kind of started seeing that progress, even though, you know, again, first few months, it was just, it was pathetic. That's that's all I'm going to say, because I, be, I would be quitting for a week so I would quit from Monday and Friday, and then on Friday I would be coming back from work, you know, elevated, like energetic, like full of energy. Yeah, we had a good week. We didn't smoke. Let's go and see my dealer now. And then, you know, I'd go see my dealer. And by the time I would be, um, you know, I'd be taking my clothes off, I would be already rolling three or four joints because I had to make up for everything that I didn't smoke that week, you know. And then slowly I I went through that hurdle as well. And then in 2019, I relapsed. I was about six months in, and I relapsed. So I had this idea, okay, I'm going to smoke when I'm 80, but I'm not going to smoke for now. And then I had a serious fight with my solicitor. And, you know, I said, you know what? This one joint is fine. I've been I've been good, good boy for six months. Like, I didn't smoke. I've got things under control. I mean, at that day, I... He, I called my dealer and he said, no, I'm not selling you a joint. I'm not a shop. You can either come here and take the whole bag or, or you're not getting anything. I said, okay, give me a whole bag. I went there. I had one joint in the afternoon. I remember I got so high. I didn't even know what, what I was doing. And then in the evening, I said, okay, just another joint and that's it for today. Next day and the week after, I was smoking every single day. I got right back into it like nothing ever happened. Like those six months... They were gone out of the doors in a second. And, you know, that's when I kind of fell back into this, you know, miserable times of, you know, I knew what I'm going through, but yet I was still holding back that, you know, that thought of, I don't, I honestly don't know what, what, what was holding me back. I knew, I know that something was holding me back. Um, but then in 2020, I said, you know what? We've gone through this, you've been through the mud, you've been through, you know, the absolute worst. And I think the pandemic helped as well because I've realized, like, you know, I can either succumb, I can either, like, you know, kind of kneel to down to the pandemic and, and, and be here and feel miserable for the next two years, or I can actually do something out of myself because I knew this lockdown, they're just going to keep repeating Luckily, they did not. But, and then also my landlord, she kicked me out, which I think it was a brilliant decision on her side. And there were some other things that kind of instigated that whole thing. But, you know, I came to the point where I was like, I sit, it's done. Like, I've, 
I'm done with this. And, you know, I, 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 I kind of realized that I don't, don't want to eat, neither do I need it. And, you know, but thinking back, like, how would I quit weed again? For me, it, I think I needed so much pain that I've realized this, I, I just cannot stay the same, you know? And I think Toby Robbins, I think I heard his quote sometime um, in the past, like, the change happens when the pain of staying the same um, is greater than the pain of change or something like that. But I really think that the change happens when the pain is greater than the benefits. And, you know, thinking back to my 20s, like from 21 until 25, my benefits far overseeded the pain, right? So regardless whether I was smoking by myself, regardless whether I, I had no friends, regardless whether, you know, I was... I didn't have a relationship. I was watching way too much porn and all this. I, for some reason, I still considered my life as okay, you know? And then when I couldn't quit, when this whole thing kind of collapsed, my whole belief system kind of collapsed, that's when I realized in how much, that's when I got, that's when I realized how much deep into the hole I, I got myself, and that's when this pain started coming out, and it was horrible. It was horrible. You know, I, I couldn't even look people in the eye because in my own eyes, I felt like a complete loser. Like, how could I not stop doing this? And, yeah, and, you know, it's... Uh, I always... I always um, you know, I'm I'm always kind of interested because I don't know. That's just how I am. I I think people that struggled in the past will always try to figure out how you know how they will always be attracted to psychology and human behavior and all and all that. I'm and I'm always fascinated, like what instigate change, but not really just what instigate change. Why we do certain things, and you know, sometimes I think. Perhaps I do this my last joint because there was so much pain in my 20s and I just cannot get over it. But I don't think that's the point. I think it's because lots of people out there, they don't understand. They don't understand how it is to have a substance, use it on a daily basis, and then trying to quit and not being able to quit. And I think that's one of the reasons why I want to do this. It's also the fact that you know, I had my own business pursuits in the 20s, which some of them um, I succeeded, some of them, a lot of them I failed. Um, so it's kind of that. But, you know, I was, I don't know, sometimes I think, is this my last joint, just the reaction to all the pain that you had in your 20s? I don't know. And at this point, I don't, I don't think I, you know, I want to go that much deep in there because, you know, that's, that's, that's a story for another day. But I do know that that's what, got me to change it was that pain because i either had two options i could either kill myself or i could change i could you know quit weed and i did not want to kill myself i said no we are not doing that um so that's how i would weed again i would quit weed again you know and and kind of a lately i'm trying to take this concept to whatever i do or whatever i'm sped up with right so I'll give you an example. At the moment, we have this new house. 
my girlfriend is pregnant, the house is okay, but the location is 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 not horrible, but it's not what we want. I'm 32, she's 34, and you know we pretty much live in a retirement village. It's not actual retirement village, but the people around us, they're pretty much senior, 60 and over. And also the location where we are is a small village. There's nothing really happening around here. There's only mountains around here, which again is not bad. But when you're in your 30s and you know you want to, um, uh, you want to do things, it's not really the best place to be. So I'm kind of fed up with it. And you know, I was I was thinking the other day, like, yeah, but it's not that bad. You know, we have our own house. We can, you know, we can accommodate a baby as well. We've got a garden. We you know, that we can let our dog, our cool the dog, and he can do whatever he wants. But I'm looking at it the wrong way. Like, I have to associate so much pain with it that I do want to change because otherwise it's just I'm comfortable, comfortable being uncomfortable. And I don't want that. I want to change. I want to do something else. And I want to do something to look forward. And I think that's the same concept that I then use for it. I'm going to kind of implement with this and um yeah i'm going a little bit off-road now and another thing i want to talk about here is what i started kind of uh um talking about in the beginning of the podcast about the self-doubt i didn't realize that in my 20s you know i think a lot of my beliefs in my 20s were failed and i don't know where i got them but i used to believe that i'm very um self-confident i'm very self-sufficient that i i have my emotions in check that you know i'm i'm very good at certain things and blah 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 lately especially after i quit wheat i've realized that my emotions are all over the place and i still get triggered for no reason sometimes um you know i also realized that i'm not that confident into some some things i think when i was in my 20s i was just reckless i wasn't really thinking about what I'm doing. I just went in and did it without even considering the consequences. And yeah, and I think a lot of this is now kind of a coming up. And I don't know, I I have these little periods every now and then when I have self-doubt and it, it's annoying me because, you know, I always said, I. it's not that I don't care. I don't want to, you know, you don't you don't want to. I don't think it's healthy to to give to make a content and then delete it just because you don't like it. I think you should always give it out, give it out there, and then see what others think because you you're making content for people to to listen, not for yourself to be content with it. That makes sense. And I don't. I honestly hate this. I hate the fact that I made three episodes for the last for this for. The, you know, for the month they're gone, I have deleted all of them. But hey, that's where I am, and you know, I'm gonna get through this. I also got a little bit. I don't know if you guys been been following my email or if you're in the Quit Weed and Succeed group. I got triggered a little bit on Monday, so I made a post about. Um, so over the last year since I started my last joint, I get more and more posts, more and more emails from mothers who have a son or a daughter that is addicted. So I made a post and I also sent an email out asking if anyone, um, if there is a mother out there who has struggled with this or is struggling with this and would like some help establishing her own community and kind of having her own voice. 
And then somewhere in the email or somewhere in the post in the Quid Read and Succeed group also wrote, this is not an employment opportunity because I don't want to find someone who, who I'm going to pay. I want to find someone who wants to do this and I can show them how to monetize, how to then build their own community and how to get up and all that because you know I don't think there's any point in finding an employee. I, I rather find people and, and someone who once really succeeded this and someone who is passionate about this, not someone who just wants to get a little bit of money on the side. And for some reason, there were a few people in our group that got seriously annoyed at the fact that I said it's not an employment opportunity and perceived it as me exploiting people for free labor. And I shouldn't get triggered, but I did get triggered because it came to the point where then my whole program was in question and what I'm doing, what I'm doing, and I'm just using people. And, you know, I, I do apologize. I don't think it was the right reaction. Would I do it differently? I would. I probably wouldn't react the way I did. But it's hard because, you know, I've spent the last two years, and again, I don't, I don't think this is the right way to say it because it goes kind of, to the point of like, well, if you put some work in, then you should get this out. I know this. I don't think that's, you know, I don't think that's true. But, you know, when you spend two years on something every day talking to people, um, you know, figuring this thing out, and then someone comes to you in the group and is like, you're doing this because you want to exploit people. You're just such a you know, this and this, and you think, but hold on a second, how, you know, and, and understand, we all have, like, our own perceived beliefs and frustration, and we then tend to take it on others, but, yeah, I don't know, I'm going too far now, I just, I, I'm ranting a little bit too much, I don't know why I got triggered, I shouldn't get triggered, so if anyone is listening from the Facebook group, or from the mail, I I do apologize, I shouldn't, I shouldn't react, I don't think I even overreacted, but I shouldn't react the way I, I did, and um, yeah, that's that. Um, again, you know, going back to my twenties, I think it was the amount of pain that got me to change. And you know, I think that kind of instigated that whole my lash joint and just where I am right now. And you know, looking at some of the other people, what are they doing, and some of the other kind of, uh, um, you know, creators on YouTube. I see this trend quite a lot. Actually, it's the pain that then changes and then kind of instigate that that completely new direction. Because truthfully, if I wouldn't start smoking weed in my 20s, God knows where I would be. I definitely wouldn't be doing my last joint. I can guarantee you that. Would I be somewhere else? I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a question for another day. I don't even want to go down that line. But you know, I know that's how I would that's how I would do it again. I would associate so much pain with it. And again, that's what I do now with the situation where we are in in this house and where we wanna be in perhaps a year. You know, I, I associate so much pain with this. It's like I don't wanna be stuck here. I wanna go somewhere where I'm comfortable living and I enjoy living. Um, if that makes sense. So all right. I um I'm not sure if you're gonna enjoy this episode. In my, I feel like it's all over the place. But hey, it's my fourth try at this, and I'm not recording another one. I hope you guys have a good day. Um, don't forget our 
Quid We Didn't Succeed Facebook group is free. And um, yeah, that's it. I'll see you in the next one.